the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal basketball is on the air. Ball comes to Ellie Foley, wide open. Trey is good from the right wing. Foley now has 10. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Obelia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Case Realty Group. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. CNO Insurance. CEM Supply. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. SKWIT PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. KB Mechanical. Matt Hale at Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty. Group, Ottawa Gas Company, ServPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. Evan Sloan, double team on him. To Dante Ward, jumper from inside the arc is good. And warm greetings from the Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium at Coldwater High School. Coldwater Cardinal Girls and Boys Basketball is on the air. It's the Interstate 8 finale for both the boys and the girls as they host the Lumen Christie Titans, making their way from Jackson, where actually uh, Mike Murphy, who is joining me, Sean Watson, Mike's side. So I believe this is the second straight day or third straight day that they did not have school up at Lumen Christie. Yes, yes, uh, I think you're right, Sean. Third third day. Good evening, everyone. And yeah, so, uh, and even a delay in cold water today as well, so... It's been a week of weather, that's for sure. Uh, you're speaking to uh, someone on, on this microphone who uh, is still without power. Uh, they're saying maybe uh, not until Monday, but we're hoping that that's wrong, uh, that we'll hopefully get it back sometime this weekend. Certainly hope so, yeah. A lot of people are in that boat, I think. We'll go ahead and take this two-minute break and get you set up for tonight's girls' varsity contest between the Cardinals and the Titans. It's actually the final game of the regular season in girls' basketball for both teams as districts loom beginning next week. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. After a storm, Consumers Energy works around the clock to keep you safe and restore your power. But if you see a downed wire, stay 25 feet away. Then call 911 and Consumers Energy. Remember, even if the wire appears harmless, it could be dangerous. It could still be deadly. So stay away and stay alive. Consumers Energy. Count on us. Hi, Sam here with CEM Supply in Coldwater, Michigan. Our customer base consists of large manufacturing facilities right down to the walk-in residential customer. It's amazing. Here's a short list of the products we represent, stock, and sell. Lincoln Welders, Champion Air Compressors, Karcher Pressure Washers, Myers and AY McDonald Pumps, Milwaukee Generac, Wright, Jet, and Wilton Tools, just to name a few. We also stock all the consumables, including roller chain, belts, bearings, welding wire, grinding cutoff, and flap discs, plus tons of fasteners. Did I mention we also offer service and repair on the products we sell. We also refurbish and rewind electric motors up to 250 horsepower, including all types of irrigation, circulation, and well pumps in-house. CEM also has a large inventory of electric motors in stock, and we're a do-it-best distributor. CEM Supply, 178 West Garfield Avenue, open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. and 8 a.m. until noon on Saturdays. Call 517-278-2611 or visit cemindustrialsupply.com. 
Just like basketball, buying or selling a home takes a lot of energy and teamwork. And the team here at Case Realty Group has lots of practice. I'm Carmen Case. When you're ready to pass along your home, I'll be here ready to catch it and drive it onto the market and get it sold. Rachel Tell here. I'll make buying your next home feel like you've made a slam dunk. When thinking of a real estate office, think Case Realty Group. We are the home team because we're locals and we know this market. Visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Go Coldwater Cardinals! AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Coldwater High School. Sean Watson, Mike Murphy, Mike Sy, Justin Lopshire, back in the WTVB studios producing and engineering tonight's broadcast. We're about eight minutes or so away from the opening tip of uh, Coldwater Lumen Christie Varsity Girls Basketball. The JV game ended about uh, five, ten minutes before we hit the air, and... Uh, the Lady Cardinal JVs lost their final game of the season by 10 to Lumen Christie, 34 to 24. Tavea Hughes led Coach Brian Kelly's squad with 11 points. The uh, Cardinal Varsity, uh, you know what they've been doing all season: 20 and one overall, 12 and one in the interstate, eight tied for first place with Northwest. A win here, and they assure themselves a share at least a share of the Interstate 8 championship. Uh, it all depends on also uh, what Northwest does against uh, Penfield tonight. I, I imagine that Northwest shouldn't have any problem with Penfield. Well, and I don't think anyone <laughs> in their wildest dreams thought the Cardinals would be 20-1 and at this spot. Uh, just an incredible year Coach Smoker and his club have had and beyond expectations and and looking forward to winding this thing up and getting into districts next week. So on Tuesday night, uh, you know, you and I were here calling the boys game between Coldwater and Harper Creek. And I bet you your jaw hit the floor when I read you that final score from the girls game up at Harper Creek, 56 to 18. Boy, that was, that was a, a, their biggest, I, I can't think of a maybe a blowout win they've had uh, bigger than that this year. Uh, Coach Smoker said, you know, his, his daughter uh, uh, had a little um, procedure done and uh, the girls were just real fired up about that. Uh, kind of wanted to dedicate it, uh, the game to her and so, uh, boy, did they ever. It also sounded like that they played close to the full 32 minutes and uh, did the three seed. You know, the things that we hear Coach Ken Smoker talk about uh, regularly in his postgame interviews with us. Uh, well, exactly, Sean. And, and uh, he mentioned that, that he hopes they can uh, repeat that tonight because uh, it was. It was a full 32-minute performance. 20-6, to six, the Lady Cards led after the first quarter. Outscored the Beavers 12-3 in the second, 14-4 in the third, 10-5 in the final frame, and it uh, looks like everybody aside from Kara Miller got into the scorebook. Uh, the Cardinals were led on Tuesday night by Ellie Foley, 16.6 rebounds, couple of assists and four steals. Ellie Anderson, 13 points and eight rebounds. She also had three blocks. Maya Porter with seven points, three rebounds, five assists, five steals. Riley Van Aken, seven points, three rebounds, three assists. Those four will be starting along with senior Caitlin Garcia. One uh, other thing that I haven't mentioned yet uh, here uh, during this broadcast, it's senior night. So between the varsity girls and boys games, uh, they will be recognizing the one senior singular on the girls squad. That, of course, being Caitlin Garcia and the four seniors on the boys team. Uh, those being Elijah Sloan, exchange students Ileana Emberte, Stephen Covell, and uh, team leader Dante Work. Yep, senior night here at the Floyd, and uh, 
you know, Coach Smoker having the uh, privilege of having just one senior, and, and she's a wonderful young lady. Caitlin Garcia always got a smile on her face and uh, just uh, enjoys being part of the team. Meanwhile, over on the other side of the scores table, we have Lumen Christie, seven and fourteen overall, three and ten in the Interstate A, which ties them for sixth with Harper Creek right now. You might not think that's a stellar record, but last year they finished one and nineteen overall, one and thirteen in the league. So we see signs of improvement from first-year head coach Jason O'Neill and a very heavy senior contingent for the Lumen Christie girls. Yes, that is an improvement. Uh, both squads, the girls and the boys, as far as Lumen Christie this year. And, uh, and good to see, you know, uh, a school that's losing enrollment like they have and uh, still, still getting very competitive in most, uh, most all the sports. Let's not forget, too, that uh, tonight will be the final ever Interstate 8 basketball games that Lumen Christie will be playing as they are moving to uh, Detroit's Catholic High School League next year. Yeah, and we're just talking with uh, uh, some other people about uh, Lumen Christie formed in the, I think it was about 67, 66 in there. 60, 68 was when the school opened. Yeah, and, uh, and Coldwater, particularly St. Charles, but also the high school here, had quite a, quite a rivalry with that club over the years. Now, as for Lumen Christie girls basketball, they lost to Western on Tuesday night, 39-34, their fourth straight loss after rattling off five straight wins following their previous encounter with Coldwater back on January 20th. The Cardinals won that game 35-17 for the Titans. Allison O'Dowd was a leading scorer with five points and three rebounds. Also on that night for Coldwater, Maya Porter had 17 points, four rebounds, three assists, despite playing, I think, three and a half quarters because she uh, left that game uh, due to an injury. Yeah, that's right. That was over there. Luckily, nothing real serious. Uh, I think uh, she just missed maybe one game. Sounds about right. Ellie Foley had 14 points, eight rebounds, five assists, five steals, and two blocks up at Lumen Christie back on January 20th. We'll go ahead, take this two-minute break, and be back with the starting lineups, opening tip, and your keys to the game. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Any day is a good day for lunch or dinner at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. From sizzling fajitas to smothered burritos, endless chips and salsa, salads, and even soup, you'll savor every delicious bite at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. And want to wash it down with? How about a jumbo margarita? Or order up a pitcher to share? You'll love the friendly service, authentic Mexican food, and festive atmosphere at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Are you planning on going to an RV show? Maybe looking to trade up or buy your first RV? Then do you know where to go first? Your first stop is Halet's Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers in Coldwater. Hi, I'm Chase Halet. Hi, I'm Vanessa Halet. Get your deal at the RV show, then come see us to compare. Mary Kier. Hey, Mom. Let them know to shop Halet's Advantage One RV first. 
I'm Mallon, and yeah, we have a great selection in stock. Some of these campers and RVs are like new. We have everything from 2001 right up to 2022. It's simple. Compare our prices, selection, and customer satisfaction. And if you plan to sell your RV, we'll do that for you. We do all the work. All you have to do is just pick up a check. Let us sell your RV, boat, cart, or trailers at Halis Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, two miles east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Starting lineup for tonight's varsity girls basketball game. First for the host Coldwater Cardinals, 20 and 1 overall, 12 and 1 in the Interstate 8 under veteran head coach Ken Smoker. As we mentioned, the lone senior, Caitlin Garcia, who stands 5'6", will get the start in the front court along with Ellie Anderson, a 6-foot sophomore. In the back court will be Riley Van Aken, 5'6", freshman, Ellie Foley, a 5'8", sophomore, and Maya Porter, a 5'10", freshman. For the Lumen Christie Titans, 7-14 overall, 3-10 in the Interstate 8 under first-year head coach Jason O'Neill. Got senior Kaya Hunt. Senior Cammie Crandall, junior Allison O'Dowd, sophomore Kathleen Doan, and freshman Ruby Boyce in the starting lineup. Let's hear your keys of the game. Well, Coach Smoker really concerned about the uh, pressure defense Lumen Christie played from that first meeting. Uh, not only zone, but also man-to-man. He said uh, offensively, Cardinals will need to back cut against that man-to-man pressure and then against the zone use some ball fakes and pass fakes to get them uh, off their off their defensive game and then number two coming in at 20 and one just what a wonderful way to finish this season as we see caitlin garcia joining the uh, the other four starters and uh, an exciting night for the seniors here tonight and everyone involved. She probably got the biggest round of applause out of all of the starting five for Coldwater. They'll be moving from left to right in their home whites with red numerals and trim. It will be Kathleen Doan jumping at center circle with Ellie Anderson. The Titans win the tip. Layup was missed by Allison O'Dowd, who was a leading scorer back in the January game with just five points for Lumen Christie. Cardinals get the rebound. See what defense they start, uh, the Titans start off in. Riley Van Aken, top of the key. Kicks the ball out to Garcia. Off of her hands and stolen by Boyce. Ball loose in the backcourt. <laughs> we have a wrestling breaking out in front of the scorer's table between Garcia and Cami Crandall. Jump ball possession arrow back to Coldwater. <laughs> Caitlin gets right involved right away. Jumped on one of the Titans and forced the turnover. Here's Foley, top of the key, swing it to the left wing. Maya Porter slashes, kicks the ball out to Garcia. Now Foley on the corner right side, left wing to Van Aken. Rebel penetrate out to Foley, three-pointer, off the rim, no good. Rebound by Ruby Boyce for Lumen Christie. They're wearing their road force green jerseys with the old gold numerals and white trim. Allison O'Dow making a quick move to the rack, losing the ball in traffic. It's picked up by Porter. Maya Porter to Ellie Foley. Foley on the right wing, a double team on her. Get the ball to Maya Porter. Long two from the right corner. Yes. Foley out to Maya for the uh, first basket of the game. 2-0 with 6.40 and counting left to play in the first quarter. 
from here at Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium. As always, we're so glad you're listening on this Friday night. The last night of the regular season in girls basketball. Double team on Allison O'Dowd, and the Cardinals come up with the loose ball. Maya Porter. Long throw to Riley Van Aken, stopping and popping and banking it off the glass for 12. Hey, don't see that bank from that far out very often. Nice job, Riley. 4-0 Coldwater as we count down to six minutes left to play in the first quarter. Bryn Kavanaugh in the game. Moves to the right elbow. Kicks it inside off the glass and good for Cammie Crandall. And Lumen Christie finally gets on the scoreboard. Coach Smoker, uh, good to see his uh, father-in-law, Ron Burkaw, here tonight. Well, one thing I noticed is that uh, Bryn Kavanaugh is starting in place of Kaya Hunt. Wonder if she's uh, still in her uh, warm-up jersey. Van Aken bounce pass to Garcia. It was intercepted by Ruby Boyce. Lob to the left elbow, a runner by Cammie Crandall. Hits the side of the glass, and here comes Coldwater. Maya Porter on the right wing. Hands off to Foley. Now cross-quarter to Anderson. She's on the left side to Garcia. Maya Porter on the right corner, trying to get it inside. Does to Foley, and she'll get it back out. Is this a zone that Lumen Christie is playing? They get a turnover. Kathleen Doan going coast-to-coast after the steal on the layup. We're tied at fours. Yep. No, they were playing man-to-man, and uh, kind of a long cross-court pass by Ellie Foley there got picked off. Foley to the free-throw line. Kick the ball out to Van Aken. Double team comes out on her, trying to get the ball inside. (laughs) Garcia almost takes down Allison O'Dowd underneath the basket, and it looks like Garcia will pick up the first foul of the game. Coley Burkhardt, a regular starter, 5'10 freshman, will come in for Garcia after a pretty decent first shift. And I think this is the first start for uh, Garcia on the varsity. Definitely, yep. 4-4 tie, four and a half minutes left to play in the first quarter. Here is O'Dowd, left wing to Bryn Kavanaugh. Bounce pass was intercepted. Another Lumen Christie turnover. Here comes Burkhardt. Burkhart hands off to Anderson, open, top of the key three, bounces, bounces, does not drop, and the ball to Crandall. Crandall cross courts to Kavanaugh. Bryn Kavanaugh, that's the timeline, the ball comes to O'Dowd, and now here is Doan. Ball comes outside to Ruby Boyce, long jumper from the right corner, too long. Ball tipped right back to Cammie Crandall, and she cleans up and collects, timeout, Coldwater, can't say... Uh, I blame Coach Ken Smoker for wanting to take that timeout. It's now 6-4, Lumen Christie. Yeah, Lumen's got a couple layups offensively, and, uh, of course, Coach Smoker uh, not pleased with that. He and also Coach Buckland of the boys do not hesitate to take those early timeouts to get things squared away, and it's nice to see the Cardinals with their starting five now intact. Lumen did go to a zone this last time down, and that's uh, what Coach said. They will mix it up, try to keep you off balance. 6-4, Lumen Christie. We're past the halfway point of the first quarter. Van Aken inbounds to Foley. Yeah, playing a 1-2-2 right now. That's Lumen's defensive look right this time up the floor for Coldwater. 
Right corner, Van Aken from Anderson. Anderson goes inside. Here's Van Aken cut off on the blocks. Ball comes back outside. Burkhart tips it to Anderson. Anderson, top of the key to Van Aken. Now left wing to Maya Porter. Trying to cross quarter to the weak side. It was deflected and hauled in by Lumen Christie. Allison O'Dowd with a steal and an unforced double dribble near the half-court line for O'Dowd. Where did that come from? Yeah, yep. And uh, that's two cross-court passes that have been picked off. Lumen, very active defensively. They start out in a 1-2-2, and then they uh, switch it and go man-to-man. Here's a drive down the middle by Ellie Foley. She's blocked, and Lumen Christie comes up with a steal. Foley slow getting up. The Titans going five on four, but they almost turn the ball over. Foley now back into the Lumen Christie front court playing defense. She was a bit slow getting up after that block. Here's O'Dowd moving to the baseline. Jumper by Crandall. It's an air ball right into Foley's hands. 6-4 Lumen Christie on top of Coldwater. 2.42 left to play in the first quarter. Here's Anderson, right corner Trey. Yes! Ellie Anderson really has been getting that three ball lined up of late. First triple of the game, and Coldwater regains the lead, 7-6. 2.24 left to play in quarter number one. Ball lobbed to Doan inside the arc. Kevin now has it, handing it on the weave to O'Dowd. O'Dowd back to Kavanaugh. Bounce pass to Doan on the right elbow. Draws a double team. Now here's Boyce. The freshman loses the ball. It's picked up by Holy Burkhart, fellow freshman. Here comes Riley Van Aken to the front court. Riley Van Aken, jumper from the left elbow. Off the back of the rim. Kavanaugh with a rebound. Chance for Lumen Christie to retake the lead. They trail 7-6. A minute 48 and counting left to play. Quarter number one. O'Dowd on the right wing, being guarded tough by Anderson on the man-to-man defense. O'Dowd gets the ball back, kicks the ball out to the left wing to Kavanaugh, drives the wing, now out to the corner to Boyce, jumper from inside the arc. Another air ball, another rebound for Foley. Ellie Foley, Riley Van Aken, wide open tray from the left wing, clonk off the front of the rim, and it bounces and lands in Bryn Kavanaugh's hands. Somehow the Cardinals still have the one-point lead, 7-6, to six, minute 10 left to play in the quarter. Yeah, a few empty possessions by both teams here, but this Lumen team really, really knows what they want to do with it. Van Aken almost got the steal. The ball is, however, uh, kicked away on a subsequent ricochet. Lumen Christie will retain possession. Emma Porter, first appearance we've seen in a couple of weeks for the 5-5 junior. She's in for Ellie Anderson. Danica Cox also coming in. Five- No matter what time of year, Culey's Jewelry will help you say, Will you marry me? with an extraordinary diamond ring. Culey's diamonds are hand-chosen for their quality and beauty with prices lower than any chain store. Right here in Coldwater, Culey's is the diamond source for the best prices and service you expect. With engagement rings starting at $299 and going to the sky's the limit, Culey's is something for everyone. Stop into Culey's Jewelry today and see the many mountings and styles available for your precious stones. Culey's Jewelry, downtown Coldwater since 1968. High school sports don't just happen. 
There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Michigan for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Did you lose power from the storm? For your safety, Consumers Energy reminds you to never run a generator indoors, in garages, or even in carports. They can cause carbon monoxide poisoning, resulting in serious harm and even death. Only use generators outdoors and far from open windows, doors, and vents. And it's always a good idea to have a carbon monoxide detector on every floor of your home, because you can never be too safe. Consumers Energy, count on us. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. The no problem people. Your local auto owner's agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lyons, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. AM Every 50- family has unique housing needs. Matt Hale talks about the advantages of building a forever home. Forever homes are designed with universal accessibility in mind. Interior doors at 36 inches allow freer movement throughout the house, increase clearance around islands for wheelchair accessibility, and we can design zero entry porches and garages. Start planning your forever home today. Stop by Matt Hallett Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit MattHallettHomes.com or check them out on Facebook. Matt Hallett Homes, always built around family. Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo t-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up and you show it off. Call 278-8101. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. So what did you miss while we were away? Danica Cox scoring her first bucket of the game early in the second quarter. It's 9-6. Now a three-pointer is good from the right wing for Ellie Foley. Second tray of the night for the Cardinals, and it's now a 12-6 cold water advantage. You know, they've been averaging eight to nine of those a game the last three, four games. Kaya Hunt moves to the right wing, hands off on the weave to Cammie Crandall. Now to the left corner. The three-pointer was missed by Allison O'Dowd. Lumen comes up with it. Here's Kavanaugh underhanding to uh, Allison O'Dowd. Ball Track down in the backcourt and over and back. Doan comes up with it and she'll hand off to Hunt. Hunt to O'Dowd. Whistle and what do we have here? A 
Offensive foul, yep. Yeah, illegal screen over away from the ball. Seventh turnover on Lumen, five on the Cardinals. And that is the first foul of the game for the Titans. It's whistled against Kaya Hunt. 5.43 and counting left to play in the first half. Coldwater 12 and Lumen Christie 6. Anderson lobs the ball inside to Foley. Now back out to Cox. Swing it to uh, Kara Miller who came in during the break between quarters. Now back out to Anderson. Right corner tray. Off the rim. No good. Battle for the rebound. Won by Crandall for Lumen Christie. Gets it to Hunt. Kaya Hunt at the edge of the center court circle with Kara Miller. The 5 Junior guarding her. Boy, despite that leg brace, Kaya Hunt is quick. Would it surprise you to find out that soccer is her preferred sport? Oh my goodness, a lot of bumping between Crandall and Foley. No whistle. Lumen misses, gets the ball back. Hunt drives inside, and this time she draws a foul. Yeah, I saw that last Cardinal game. Ellie Foley drew three charges. She uh, thought she might have had one this last time, too, but no call there. Ellie Foley uh, arguing the case that maybe Lumen Christie committed the offensive foul, but no dice. Kaya Hunt is at the line, getting ready to shoot a pair from the free throw line. A couple of substitutions for Coach Jason O'Neill's squad due to check in momentarily. First, a two from Hunt is good. We've been seeing her uh, dash back and forth across the court ever since her freshman year. Absolutely, we're Really strong athlete, as you mentioned, uh, outstanding soccer player. Lucy Martin and Emma Smiley, both seniors, on the floor for Lumen Christie checking in. Hunt misses the second of two. Anderson had the rebound, but it was off of her hands. Stall right back by Emma uh, Lucy Martin, and she's tied up. Jump ball, possession arrow back to the Cardinals. 12-7 Cardinals, 4.55 to go in the first half here. Riley Van Aken with two, Ellie Foley with three, Ellie Anderson with two, Maya Porter with two, Danica Cox with two. That is the current scoring line for the Cardinals. Three-pointer by Ellie Anderson in and out. And the rebound by Cammie Crandall. She leads all scorers with four, Kaya Hunt with one, Kathleen Doan with two. That's it for Lumen Christie. They trail by five. So we near the four-and-a-half-minute mark here in quarter number two. Hunt on the right wing, bounce pass in traffic. Ball is eventually tipped to Coldwater's, <laughs> to a Coldwater player. It was off of uh, Lucy Martin. She uh, did the tip, but tipped it back to someone in a white jersey. And moving yep. off the screen is Foley on the right wing. She comes. Ball swung around to the left wing. Coley Burkhardt indecisive, uh, faking the three-pointer, then started to make her move. Is called for a travel. Yeah, Coley, five rebounds on the night already and a couple of steals to her credit. Ellie Anderson is just really gaining confidence on her three-point shooting. She shoots that thing with authority and has really been knocking him down. Here's Kaya Hunt and bounce pass top of the key. It comes to Ruby Boyce. Ball is almost stolen on a hot shot pass by Kara Miller, but she ran out of room in front of the Coldwater bench. Lumen Christie gets it back. 3.50 left to play in the first half. Cardinals lead 12-7. Hunt is being guarded by Coley Burkhart. A lot of hand checking there, no call. Ball comes top of the key to Emma Smiley. Smiley moves the baseline, misses the jumper. Cardinals come up with a rebound. Here comes Coley Burkhart, coast to coast, overshoots the rim. Danica Cox gets the rebound and 
is handcuffed other side of the lane. Lucy Martin picking up her first foul, team second. They say uh, it's not a shooting foul. Danica Cox with that offensive board. Coley went coast to coast there after getting her sixth rebound. Just missed uh, the glasser over on the right side. Cami Crandall and Kathleen Doan coming in for Lumen Christie. Ball lobbed to Caroline Miller. She is between the circles. Lumen Christie extending the 1 2 2 zone. Foley around to the left wing. Three pointer good from the left wing. Coley Burkhart, that's Coldwater's third tram of the night. Yep. Ellie Foley, her third assist on the night. Good job with that cross-court pass. Coldwater leads Lumen Christie by a touchdown, 14-7. It's not often we're going to be able to say that. Certainly not with Lumen Christie leaving the league and nobody from the Interstate 8 in uh, much of a rush to want to play them again. Shot hits the top of the backboard, ricocheted several times from the Lumen Christie player. It is taken away by Ellie Foley after the miss. Miller has the ball, left wing spin move at the elbow, driving baseline, kick the ball out, wide open, Anderson. Right corner three is no good, loose ball is going to be collected by Crandall. Crandall finds Boyce, Ruby Boyce, trying to push off on the right wing, another steal. (laughs) She got blindsided by Coley, but no foul whistled. They're letting him play, I guess. Anderson on the right elbow, get the ball to Burkhart. (laughs) <laughs> and there we get a foul. And then you call the hand check. <laughs> it's on Lumen Christie. Bryn Cavanaugh with her first foul, team third. Riley Van Aken and Maya Porter, two of the Porter cousins coming in. Ellie Foley and Annika Cox to the bench. So it looks like we have all three Porter cousins out on the floor right now, along with Burkhart and Anderson. Inbound was tipped at midcourt by Lumen Christie. Tracked down deep by Kara Miller. Draws a double team. Burkhart will push it up the floor. We're going to have an official timeout. And I think Coldwater will retain possession. As it looks, looks like somebody lost something. Coach Ken Smoker was picking it up off of the uh, front court of Lumen Christie. The court to our left. Something... Does your company use pallets on a day-to-day basis? Did you know you can reduce your environmental footprint and help save the environment by recycling your company's pallets? Union Pallet offers a complete recycling program to retrieve, remanufacture, and repair pallets that are beyond their usable life. For more information on how your company can save money and the environment, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. If you're a farmer, your land is your work site. Maybe hunting land, or maybe your home, but mostly your land is your investment. Midwestern Realty Group in Coldwater knows that your land is your legacy. And to grow it, you may want to expand. How do you do that with rising interest rates and record low inventory? You contact us here at Midwestern Realty Group. We are opportunity creators. As our name implies, we are a group, a team really, of 18 real estate professionals. With over 300 combined years of experience that works for you. Half our team owns lake property and or vacant land. 
land. All of our team owns property. We know what we're doing through the highs and lows of real estate sales. We're one of Branch County's top listing and selling offices every year. Put our team and experience to work for you. For farmland, vacant land, vacation and hunting land, or for your dream home. We're ready to provide you opportunity. I'm Jill. I'm Doug. I'm Carrie. Michelle here. I'm Sharon. And this is Jim Bowers. And we are Midwestern Realty Group at 685 East Chicago Road in Coldwater and online at MidwesternRealty.com. I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks, the JV football coach and my history teacher, asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius, have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is, I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the MHSAA and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Ellie Anderson finally drained a corner three that forced Jason O'Neill to take his first time out for Lumen Christie. They have the ball trailing 16-7. Coldwater's outscored the Titans here in the second quarter, 11-1, Murph. Absolutely. And Lumen Christie's going to get the ball back after a missed shot. It was off of a Coldwater player. I guess it's 9-1, but still, just one point for Lumen Christie. I have a triple for Ellie Foley, a triple for Ellie Anderson, a triple for Coley Burkhardt, and then Danica Cox scored the first bucket of the quarter. Yeah, unless they had. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hass Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's important to you. Call me at 279-1938 to get started today. That's 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the MHSAA, are the 292,000 high school sports students in Michigan. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. 
We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. High School's Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium, 16-7 to 7 the score. Coldwater on top of Lumen Christie. The halftime report is brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. Now that we're back on, uh, Mike Murphy, uh, tell us what you've observed so far the first 16 minutes of this game. Yeah, you know, I... In, in looking at Lumen Christie over the years, Sean, I think this this edition this year is much more uh, focused on what they want to accomplish. They come down. I mean, really, the only difference in this game is they just haven't been able to buy a basket at different times, missing inside shots and so forth. They got one point in the second quarter, but uh, certainly not from a, a lack of effort or, or uh, execution, <laughs> just not being able to finish finish off but the cardinals have hung tough certainly a low scoring event cardinals with seven turnovers lumen with eight so not much uh to wash there burkhart with six rebounds already tonight three assists for ellie foley four rebounds for maya so those are kind of the the highlights here in this first 16 minutes Here's a scoring summary for Coldwater. You have Riley Van Aken with two, Ellie Foley with three, Ellie Anderson with six on a couple of trays, Coley Burkhart with three, Maya Porter two, Danica Cox with two. That is their 16 points. For Lumen Christie, you got Kaya Hunt with a single free throw. The only point scored by the Titans in the second quarter, Cammie Crandall with four, Kathleen Doan with two. That is their seven points. Seven, six in the first, and then nine, one in the second, all favoring yeah. the Lady Cards. Yep. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Coach Smoker was a little concerned coming into tonight that, you know, the the team would be a little pumped for uh, finishing on the home court here in the last regular season game. And, you know, I think we'll see a stronger second half from them. Uh, you know, nothing like Tuesday night's game where they, they did play a full 32 minutes. But uh, I think we'll see uh, see a different Cardinal team here in this second half as well. Well, we got a chance. Let's uh, talk about what's been going uh, out 
around the bowling alleys as uh, bowling team regionals have been going on. Of course, Quincy is hosting a regional up at M66 Bowl in Battle Creek, but because they still are without power up in that part of Battle Creek uh, near Penfield High School and M66 Bowl, they have moved uh, that regional to a Saturday-Sunday. So tomorrow for the team regionals and Sunday for the singles regionals in uh, the Division Three. Uh, M66 Bowl Regional that Quincy is hosting. Meanwhile, uh, just before we hit the air, we received word of uh, how the Coldwater Bowling teams did at Continental Lanes in Kalamazoo, the Vicksburg Regional in Division Two. So uh, for the boys, they finished 10th with a total of 2870. That's based on uh, the total pinfall from eight Baker games and uh, the combined results of two regular games. Top three in each region move on to the state finals. Uh, Tecumseh finishing first, Nile second, and Sturgis third. That's for the boys, Coldwater finishing 10th. On the girls' side, however, uh, Coldwater will be advancing. Uh, they finished third with 2,641 pins. Tecumseh was second, 2,751, and Marshall won the regional with 2,796. So in Division Two, the uh, state finals will be uh, next weekend at Century Bowl in Waterford, the team event next Friday, singles event coming up next Saturday. The singles regionals will be tomorrow, again, out at Continental Lanes in Kalamazoo for the Coldwater Bowlers. Yeah, congratulations, ladies. Nicely done. Meanwhile, out at Jack 60, Bronson competed in the Division Four team regional. Both Viking teams are moving on to the state finals next weekend. Uh, the boys finished second behind Grass Lake. Grass Lake had 32-52, Bronson 31-57, and Lumen Christie third with 31-52. Now on the girls' side, Jonesville won the regional 28-80, Hanover Horton second 26-24, and Bronson third 25-68. Uh, the Division Four state finals next weekend will be at M66 Bowl in Battle Creek. Bronson, really, uh, that tradition of their strong bowling program continues. Good to see. And then, of course, uh, in case you missed it, uh, Bronson won their quarterfinal match at the team wrestling finals out at Wings Event Center, uh, beating Manchester 39-19. to They will take on St. Louis tomorrow morning at 9.30 in the semifinals. Uh, should they advance, they would compete in the uh, finals later tomorrow afternoon. Again, all that up at Wings Event Center. Boy, and that, and that D4 is really a strong wrestling division. And uh, good to see the Vikings marching on. I mean, when you consider uh, the types of teams you see in that bracket, of course, Hudson, uh, the defending champion, uh, once again, the number one seed, New Lothrop, uh, you know, teams like that. Of course, the Vikings. Right. Uh, yep. Manchester in there as well. What do we have? Bronson, Union City, and uh, who was our other local? We had three wrestling teams in that top ten at one time. I can't think of who the third one was, but, yeah, nicely done. Maybe reading? Might have been reading. Take this two-minute break. Be back with the second half of our varsity girls basketball game between Coldwater and Lumen Christie. The Cardinals on top, 16-7. to You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. As leaders in disaster cleanup and restoration, the pros at ServPro are prepared for anything. From fire damage to water damage. To what?
that was. When your home or business has suffered damage, only the pros that serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties have the tools and expertise to make it like it never even happened. So if you're in need of cleanup from fire, water, or any other unpleasant incident, give ServPro a branch in South Calhoun counties a call today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261. ServPro, cleaning, restoration, construction, independently owned and operated. Give ServPro a branch in South Calhoun counties a call today at 517-278-5261. After a storm, Consumers Energy works around the clock to keep you safe and restore your power. But if you see a downed wire, stay 25 feet away. Then call 911 and Consumers Energy. Remember, even if the wire appears harmless, it could be dangerous. It could still be deadly. So stay away and stay alive. Consumers Energy. Count on us. Just like basketball, buying or selling a home takes a lot of energy and teamwork. And the team here at Case Realty Group has lots of practice. I'm Carmen Case. When you're ready to pass along your home, I'll be here ready to catch it and drive it onto the market and get it sold. Rachel Tell here. I'll make buying your next home feel like you've made a slam dunk. When thinking of a real estate office, think Case Realty Group. We are the home team because we're locals and we know this market. Visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Go Coldwater Cardinals! AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Be listening to the end of this game and the end of our boys contest. We will name McDonald's players of the game for your local area McDonald's restaurants. Uh, getting back to what we were talking about with Division Four Wrestling, uh, both semifinals will be compete, uh, competed at the same time, along with the Division One semifinals. So you got Bronson and St. Louis on one side of the bracket. The other side, Hudson and the Martin Climax Scotts co-op team. But just file that away. Christy Ball back here to start the second half. Trailing Coldwater, 16-7. to They're moving from left to right. Coldwater from right to left as we have switched sides. Bounce pass was stolen by Coley Burkhart. Burkhart, Foley, Van Aiken, Porter, and Anderson. That's Maya Porter. Maya Porter... Receiving the pass, get it back outside to Burkhart. She drives, leaves the layup short. Ruby Boyce gets the rebound for Lumen Christie. We're going to have Kaya Hunt, Cammie Crandall, Allison O'Dowd, Kathleen Doan, and Ruby Boyce out on the floor. Cardinals get another steal. They're running with the ball. Burkhart bounce pass to Maya Porter, immediately draws a double team. Needs help, has to get it back out to somebody, finds Anderson top of the key. Spin moves to the wing, now Foley has it. Maya Porter launches a tray from the right corner and drains it. That is her first tray of the game. Fifth of the night for Coldwater, and it's 19 to 7. God, a nice, uh, nice to see the uh, Cardinals lining them up from three. They've certainly been uh, hot with those lately. O'Dowd gets the ball to Boyce. Boyce is between the circles. Oh, my goodness, we almost have a wrestling meet breaking out between Ellie Foley and Ruby Boyce. Jump ball, possession arrow to Coldwater. Yeah, three early turnovers on the Titans here in the start of the third quarter. Did we go over the turnover situation at halftime, what it was? Yeah, it was 8-7, to seven, Lumen, uh, with one more. And, of course, uh, three more since the start of this half, right? Yeah. Here's Anderson clogged up by a double-team ball. Comes out to the left wing. Long two. Good. 
for Coley Burkhart. You can see what uh, Coach Smoker uh, talked about at halftime, the lady cards, all kinds of communication going on defensively here. Looking to get another turnover. Here comes a drive down the right wing. Offensive foul on Allison O'Dowd. That's her first team first of the half. And there's Ellie Foley's charge call. Got her first one of the night here. Another turnover on the Titans. And that, and that does make a difference. Four turnovers already in these first two minutes with uh, communication on the defensive end. Foley kicks the ball out to Maya Porter. Shoots over the double team and scores. <laughs> Maya losing her balance, falling to the ground, and still gets it to go. 23-7, to seven, and another steal. Holy Burkhart, coast to coast, left it short. Foley gets the rebound, tried to bounce it off a Lumen Christie player. She was falling down, and they say the ball was last off of her, and Ellie cannot believe that. <laughs> she had it off one of the Titans, but then she was on her back out of bounds, and then the ball found her. Well, Jason O'Neill, the Lumen Christie head coach, has to call a full time out as the Cardinals have scored the first seven points of the quarter and lead 23 to 7. Yeah, Burkhart with a couple of steals here early in the third quarter and five turnovers. And, and it's it's not hard for Coach Smoker to convince his girls that, hey, you see what happens when you talk on defense. Absolutely. You know, and that's certainly been one of his goals all year long. You know, the lady cards do it usually for about a quarter at a time, and, and he has to get them back on track and uh, – it's just something that, uh, you know, if you don't grow up doing it, you know, it's, it just doesn't come naturally. You know, you have to you have to work at it. Similar to, say, uh, Bronson and their wrestling tradition in the winter. Oh, boy. You know, they, they certainly are. That You know, that would be so cool to see Bronson win the, win the state. But as you say, Hudson is looming, I'm sure, uh, somewhere yep. there. Well, Hudson beat Iron Mountain 62-18. to The Martin Climax Scots Co-op upset New Lothrop 39-28. They're on the other side of the bracket, and then Bronson will take on St. Louis. St. Louis beating Benzie Central 39-26, to while Bronson took care of Manchester 39-19. to Back underway following the Lumen Christie timeout. Titans trail 23-7. to And how about that? Kami Crandall is blocked in another steal. Here comes Riley Van Aken, now to Maya Porter. Right wing three is short. Foley fighting for the rebound, trying to get it to Burkhart. Now we'll toss it back out to Van Aken, and we get a whistle and a Lumen Christie foul, it looks like. Yep. Really so much better movement by the lady cards here in this third quarter. We kind of thought we would see that coming out of the half. And I wonder how much practice they were able to have with the uh, not having school these past couple of days, plus the two-hour delay today. Yeah, yeah. I, I think both teams probably got their practices in Wednesday and Thursday, but I don't know that for sure. But I'll have to ask Coach Smoker that during the post-game interview. Foley catches the ball, launches a tray from the left wing, misses, battle for the rebound. It's eventually won by Kathleen Doan, who takes it away from two Cardinals. Doan. Touch pass to the left wing. Allison O'Dowd, it's long. And the ball out of bounds <laughs> off of Ellie Foley's shoe top. Lumen Christie's going to get a gift. <laughs> Ellie says, oh, geez. Why didn't I hang on to that thing? 
Kaya Hunt's going to inbound. Way to edit what she actually said. (laughs) (laughs) Air ball on a long shot. Ball slapped back underneath the basket. We're going to get a jump ball. Possession arrow to Lumen Christie, Ellie Anderson, and Kathleen Doan doing battle. 4.34 left third quarter. It's been all cold water here in this frame. 23-7, outscoring the Titans thus far. 7-0. Still 7-0 with a missed shot by Crandall along the blocks. Here comes Coldwater. Coley Burkhart, wide open, top of the key three. Bounces, 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 bounces. It's not going to drop. Rebound fully. Fully up and in. Ellie with her third offensive rebound. Put back. I mean, how many times did that ball bounce before deciding not to go through the cylinder? Yeah. Loose ball. It's eventually collected by Allison O'Dowd. She'll hand off to Kaya Hunt between the circles. Halfway through the third quarter, Cardinals up 25-7. to A dash to the basket. We get a whistle and a foul. O'Dowd's going to go to the free throw line for the first time tonight. Boy, Maya Porter was <laughs> moving those feet out front here. She was switching as the uh, Titans were running a weave. She got her workout out there in the front. Coley Burkhardt picking her up her first fall. Team first the second half. First of two from the free throw line for Allison Dow. Clunks off the front of the rim. Yeah, the Cardinals have really opened this up with this blitz here in the third quarter. Nine nothing. Now 9-1 to one as Dowd makes the second of two, splits the pair. Two points for Lumen since the first quarter. In that sense, it's kind of playing out like the first encounter with the Titans back in January. Here's Ellie Anderson on the right wing. Hands off to Foley. She couldn't handle the handoff. It was intercepted by Dome, but the Cardinals get it back. Maya Porter comes up with it. Porter draws a treble team. Foley, Burkhart, around to Van Aken on the left corner. Van Aken shoots from 10. It's going to roll in. Very nice roll for Van Aken. Yep, she put it up there softly from about five feet. Got the nice roll. Cardinals now up 27 to 8. It's a 19-point lead as we count down to three minutes left to play in the third quarter. Here is Allison O'Dowd. Put it up, leaves it short. Shot over a double team. Porter gets the rebound. That's Maya Porter. Gets it to Cousin Riley Van Aken. Van Aken trying to take it coast to coast. She draws three Lumen Christie Titans underneath her, and uh, Coach Ken Smoker will have to take a possession-preserving timeout, a 30-second timeout, 2.50 left in the third quarter. Cardinals up 27-8. to eight. We're back in 30. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Back underway following the timeout. Jayla Sloan was able to check in. She gets the ball to Ellie Foley, draws a double team on the right wing, moves the baseline, try to get it cross court to Anderson. It was intercepted by Kaya Hunt. Hunt into the Lumen Christie front court to our right. The Titans of Lumen Christie trailing Coldwater 27 to 8. 
2.30 left to play in the third quarter. Varsity girls basketball from here at Coldwater High School. Here's Allison O'Dowd moving to the left wing, trying to shoot over Ellie Foley. She held her ground. She thought she held her ground. Unfortunately, she's going to pick up her first foul in the team's second. And a shooting foul, O'Dowd to the free throw line. Um, Jayla Sloan coming into the lineup for the Cardinals. I imagine we'll see some more substitutions here shortly. First of two, clunk short off the rim. So if she follows the precedent that she set with her first trip to the free throw line, she might make this one. Hard to believe that Lumen Christie hasn't made a field goal since the first quarter. The second one was missed as well. Anderson gets the rebound, hands off to Foley. Foley, long pass to a wide open. Jayla Sloan up off the glass and good. Boy, Ellie Foley, her fifth assist on the night. Good luck ahead. 13-1. to one. Coldwater has outscored Lumen Christie here in the third quarter. Kaya Hunt with an offensive foul. <laughs> Guess who took the charge? <laughs> well, she had three the last game. She needs one more to tie it. Talking about Ellie Foley, who gets scraped up off the hardwood. The foul on Hunt is her second, team third. Two fouls up on the board for Coldwater. Newman Christie's going to bring in Olivia Burner, a senior. Ellie Foley comes to the bench. We saw Emma Porter come in. First time in the second half. And she'll push the ball up the floor. So it's Sloan, Emma Porter, Maya Porter, Riley Van Aken, and Ellie Anderson. So all... Porter Cousins on the floor right now. Nice drive and a score from the right baseline for Van Aken. Nice cut by Riley when Maya was in the corner and she got her the ball. 31 to 8, Cardinals. A minute 37 left to play in the third quarter. Whistle and a cold water foul. Yeah, Lumen really trying to attack the basket and it's getting them free throws at least. Maya Porter with her first foul. Haven't been able to make many of them, but uh, Kaya Hunt is there now. Team third. Two of six right now. Now uh, two of seven as Hunt misses the first one. Danica Cox in for Ellie Anderson. A minute 35 left in the third quarter. Second one, good. So three of eight from the free throw line for Lumen Christie. The Cardinals have not gone up to the free throw line yet tonight, believe it or not. That's unusual. Minute 26 and counting left to play. Third quarter, Cardinals up 31 to nine. Cox to Van Aken on the right wing. Bounce it to Danica, draws a double team, runs the curl, cut off inside the free throw line. Now back out to the perimeter to Sloan. Sloan slashing, trying to kick the ball out to Emma Porter. It was intercepted by Kaya Hunt. Hunt trying to take it coast to coast. Layup, too strong off the rim. Loose ball collected by Sloan. Under a minute left to play in the quarter. Nice pass from Sloan to Maya Porter. Porter with a layup. Sloan, as you mentioned, with the assist. And Maya doing a great job of body control to get that in. Seven third quarter points for Maya Porter. Nine total. And uh, what happened? Lumen Christie turned the ball over? Yeah, they did. Through uh, one of the girls wasn't ready for the pass and right off her uh, shoulder. 
I was just finishing writing something in my scorebook, and then that happened. Eight turnovers on each half now for the Titans. We still have a fourth quarter to play. 32 seconds left to play in the third. Here's Riley Van Aken on the right wing. 32 to nine, the current score. Spin move by Van Aken. Kick the ball out to Cox. 15 footer. Bounces off the back of the rim. Loose ball is going to be picked up on the run by Crandall. Cammy Crandall had the ball poked away from behind by Maya Porter, and she gets a steal. 11 seconds left in the Porter. Hot pass to Danica Cox. Left corner out to Porter. Left wing three. Too strong off the rim. Van Aken was knocked down. Ball goes out of bounds. Back to Lumen Christie. Three and a half seconds left to play in the quarter. The inbound comes to Kavanaugh. Cody Ruge will launch from half court. And nothing. No field goals from Lumen Christie in the second or third quarters. They trail Coldwater 33-9. to As we head to the final frame, you're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. After a storm, Consumers Energy works around the clock to keep you safe and restore your power. But if you see a downed wire, stay 25 feet away. Then call 911 and Consumers Energy. Remember... Even if the wire appears harmless, it could be dangerous. It could still be deadly. So stay away and stay alive. Consumers Energy. Count on us. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. What a phenomenal third quarter for Coldwater, outscoring Lumen Christie 17 2, and Lumen has not scored a field goal since the first quarter. Coldwater ball to start the final frame, leading 33 9. Here's Emma Porter launching a long two, short off the rim, rebound by Maya Porter. Maya Porter draws a double team and is fouled inside the lane. Cardinals with a lot of defensive domination here in this second half. Tammy Crandall is uh, coming to the bench after being sub four. Now we'll resume play. Kara Miller inbounds to Emma Porter. Now to Kara. Out to Maya Porter on the right wing. To Emma on the corner, trying to get it to Sloan. She hauls it down after leaping. Now back out to Maya Porter on the wing. Cox, top of the key. Cox throws the ball to Sloan. She was wide open for three. She left it short. It hit the top of the glass. It dropped, but it's not going to count because it hit the top of the glass. Yep. And the the support uh, structure. Hit the brace, the big wide brace in the middle. 33-9, 33-9, Cardinals. Seven minutes and change from closing out the regular season at 21-1. and one. First, having the benefit of playing a 22-game schedule now that it's allowed, right? Yep, that's true. 
Emma Porter on the right wing with the ball. Up top to Jayla Sloan. Looks like it's all subs on the floor for Lumen Christie as well. Sloan has the ball on the left corner. Tamaya Porter, the only starter out on the floor, drives baseline, gets the layup. 11 points on the night for Maya Porter, and the Cardinals are pouring it on, 35-9. Looks like Coley Burkhardt's going to check in at the next dead ball, and a line change for Lumen Christie. Looks like they're starters getting ready to come in. Emma Smiley clogged up on the right elbow, draws a double team, loose ball. It comes to Kira Miller's hands. Miller tosses the ball left corner, long two, rolls off the rim, doesn't go in for Danica Cox, but Sloan tracks down the ball. Sloan moving baseline right side, draws a foul. She's going to go up and shoot two. With 6.04 left to play in the fourth quarter, this is going to be the first trip to the free throw line for the Cardinals tonight. Nice job, Jayla, following the track of that ball and, and then driving right to the rim. Cody Ruge picking up her first foul, team fifth. Sloan just four of nine from the free throw line this season. First of two does not go in here. Here comes that line change for Lumen Christie. Coley Burkhardt does come in and spell Maya Porter. Normally, Coley is a starter, but she came off the bench tonight in favor of Caitlin Garcia on senior night. Wouldn't surprise us if we see her come in near the end of this game. Both free throws missed by Jayla Sloan. So that's the only offensive blemish for the Cardinals, uh, missing a couple of free throws. And uh, Coach Kent Smoker would gladly take what we're seeing here. 35-9, the current score. Cardinals on top, 549 left to play in the game. Cammie Crandall misses the point-blank shot from the right blocks, overshot the rim. Long pass to Cox, out to Burkhardt. Burkhardt to Cox, right elbow jumper. Bounces, does not go in. Flying in for the rebound is Crandall. Ball into the front court. We see Kaya Hunt get bumped underneath. Yeah, that was really a nice play by the cards down at the offensive end. Little give and go. Cody got it back to Danica for a wide open six-footer. Just off the rim. Cox picks up her second foul. Team fourth. Five fouls up on the board for Lumen Christie. The Titans have the ball. 5.22 left to play in the game. Left corner three is an air ball for Allison O'Dowd. Coley Burkhardt has the ball. She skid stop. Kara Miller has to come back into the backcourt to receive the pass. Now into the front court. The Jayla Sloan, right corner three. Yes! Nice job by Kara Miller. First to come into the backcourt back court to help Coley. And then just sprinted with the ball. By my count, that's the sixth triple of the night for Coldwater. Other end of the floor, Coldwater picks up a foul. Yeah, Jayla had time to really get her feet set. Sloan with her first foul, team fifth. And in comes Garcia for Coley Burkhart. Caitlin's going to get a lot of PT here down the stretch. 4.52 left in it. The Cardinals up 38-9. Kaya Hunt is back at the free throw line. First of two. Swish. So the Titans have finally cracked double digits. The lead is now 28 for the Cardinals. 
Second of two is good as well. Still yet to get a field goal since the first quarter. Timeout, Women Christie. A full timeout with 4.52 left to play in the fourth quarter. The Cardinals leading Lumen Christie 38 to 11. They will end the regular season at 21 and 1. And I'm willing to bet that a lot of them will be going up to Lakeview to watch the matchup between Battle Creek Central and Harper Creek. The winner of that game will face the Cardinals next Wednesday at 5.30 in the Division I Girls Basketball District Semifinals that will be hosted at Lakeview High School. We'll be on the air next Wednesday at 5.20 for Coldwater's game against either the Beavers for the third time or the Bearcats at Battle Creek Central for the second time. Well, we haven't been up to Lakeview to do a game for a while, so uh, that'll be uh, that'll be next Wednesday, the next action. That's going to give Coach uh, uh, Smoker a while to get his team ready for the districts. and. Really an exciting time of the year, no doubt. If I'm not mistaken, the last time we were at Lakeview, it was for the Interrupted Boys Basketball District, uh, interrupted by uh, every, everything having to go into lockdown. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cardinals are looking at a press for the first time. Tammy Crandall going over Danica Cox's back at about three-quarters court. Crandall picks up her third foul, team sixth. Still Lumen after the timeout, coming out with some full car pressure, really for the first time tonight. Cox receives the inbound. Doan trying to steal the ball from uh, Jayla Sloan. We get a whistle and... Uh, yep, double it, dribble. Yeah. Just uh, 12 turnovers on the night. Cardinals have uh, handled that part of it pretty well. Now, as for Lumen Christie, they will be in the Division Three district that will be hosted at Grass Lake, and they will take on a tough go at it to Michigan Center, their first-round opponent, on Monday. A couple of misses from the blacks, uh, and Lumen Christie still has not made a field goal here in the second half. No field goal made since the first quarter, as a matter of fact. A missed three-pointer by Emma Porter. Cardinals get it back. Here comes Danica Cox driving. The runner is going to fall in. Danica got it to go. Well, Emma Porter, Kara Miller, Caitlin Garcia have yet to get into the scorebook. There's still plenty of time. 3.53 left in the game. Cardinals leading 40-11. to 11. Caitlin Garcia will get into the scorebook, uh, picking up her second foul. I stand corrected. They, I saw Kaitlyn Garcia on the floor, but uh, Danica Cox picks up her third foul, team six, and uh, they said that Allison O'Dowd was in the act of shooting. She's won a fourth in the free throw line tonight. First to two here. Good. You know, and Danica Cox, uh, I think she's just become more comfortable as the season goes on and just looking better, a little more confident with the ball, and it's good to see from the freshman. So four-fifths of a line change for Lumen Christie. Second of two is going to go in for Allison Dow. She made both of her free throws. So it's all bench players on the floor for both the Cardinals and the Titans. So Lumen Christie will close the regular season at 7-15 and 15 overall, 3-11 and 11 in the interstate eight. But 7-15 uh, and 15 is a whole lot better than 1-19 from last year. 
Emma Porter, three-pointer, left wing, off the back of the rim, no good. Sloan chases down the rebound. Sloan being hawked by Bryn Kavanaugh. Ball comes top of the key. Here comes Caramella, loses a dribble. She ties up her defender, jump ball, possession arrow to the Titans. That was Lucy Martin getting tangled up with Caramella right down the middle of the lane. Yep, 3.27 to go, and that is until our uh, senior night presentation. Again, just one senior on the girls' team, Caitlin Garcia. She's on the floor right now. Four seniors for Coldwater, so the senior night ceremony shouldn't be very long. From the right elbow, jumper missed by Cody Ruge. Cardinals get the rebound. Yeah, Jayla's is up to six rebounds now. Sloan finds Emma Porter, right corner, moving to the middle of the lane. Actually, the ball slipped out of her hands. It's stolen by Emma Smiley. Cody Ruge in the front court. Layup is good. Nice job by that young lady staying with it over on the left side. Actually, I was told that it was uh, a Paige LaFear instead of Cody Ruge that got that layup. So LaFear is wearing number 41. So I'll file that away. Danica Cox from the left blocks overshoots the rim. Use that backboard, Danica. Rebound by Paige LaFear, a freshman getting some fifth quarter time on the uh, varsity. Of course, uh, Lumen Christie does not have a freshman team in name. They have only six girls on the JV roster, but they're all freshmen. Yep, and they got that 10-point win earlier over the Cardinals. 34-24 was the final score. Here's a three-pointer. Emma Smiley leaves it way short. Ball tap is picked up on the run by Kara Miller. 2-10 left to play in the game. The Cardinals are going to get the W. The only thing left in doubt now is what the final score will wind up being. Emma Porter, left corner three, rolls off the rim, almost got it to go. Miller gets the rebound up high, and she draws a foul, and she'll go up for one and one. See if they can get <laughs> some looks for Caitlin Garcia. See if they can get her the ball over this last minute 59. Bryn Kavanaugh with her second foul, team seventh. Let's see what Kara Miller has been doing at the free throw line. Not that many trips to the charity stripe over the course of a 22-game season, just two of five. She's got a one-and-one front end off the back of the rim. Rebound by Olivia Burner. We'll get the ball to Paige LaFear. LaFear to the elbow. Jumper bounces off the rim. Ball slapped. It's picked up by LaFear. She drives baseline and gets a layup. Yeah, nicely done. Fouled her own shot. One dribble on the baseline. Got the layup. 40 to 17. Minute 32 left to play in the game. We've not hit the running clock mercy rule, but it certainly feels like a running clock as we're almost to 640. Here's a runner by... Jayla Sloan that was blocked. Sloan and Lucy Martin tying up each other. And just before Sloan could rip the ball out of Martin's hands, the jump ball is called. Coldwater will get it back. Coach Smoker trying to set up this underneath their own basket for Caitlin. Here it is. Off the top of the glass, off the back of the rim, and does not go in. Got a good look from about 15. Here's Emma Smiley with the ball, gets it to LaFear. LaFear underneath to the right blocks. Olivia Burner with a jumper. 
40 to 19, and other end of the floor traveling violation. Yeah, that pass for uh, Danica a little high. Couldn't quite get her balance coming down with it. Coley Burkhardt's going to come in. Who's going to come out? One, two, three, four, five, six. Garcia will come to the bench with a standing ovation. Yeah. And a hug from Ellie Foley. A hug from Ellie Anderson. And hugs from all the other teammates that are on the bench. From assistant coach Carly Smoker, who's back with the team. From the team managers, Kerrigan Buckland, Kenna Vayner, and Carly Van Aken. And finally from Coach Ken Smoker. Back to game action, a double team on the right elbow. Ball comes to Bryn Cavanaugh. She's blocked inside, and the ball picked up by Cox. Nice job by Coach to get Caitlin out of there for a nice ovation. Here's Emma Porter. Bounce it to Danica Cox. Runs the curl into a triple team, a Bermuda Triangle of Titans. Cox is tied up by Emma Smiley. Possession arrow pointing toward Lumen Christie with 20 and a half seconds left. Cardinals are going to get the W as the Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium is starting to fill out quite nicely for the boys' contest. Cardinals in 10 seconds will have a share of the Interstate 8 championship. At the very least, layup is good from LaFear. She would not be denied. Went through about three Cardinals for that one. And that's the end of the game. Final score, the Coldwater Cardinals 40 and the Lone Christie Titans 21. Coldwater closes the regular season at 21-1 overall. 13-1 in the Interstate 8 and has a, at least a share of the Interstate 8 championship with the Mounties of Jackson Northwest pending the outcome of their game against Penfield. Lynn Christie drops to 7-15 overall, 3-11 and 11 in league play. The Queen Games report coming up in three minutes. We're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business, so that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken, unless we're talking about the 30 35 years Bobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that and about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles on the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot, and we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement, or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage, or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem, you need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help 
help. Call Surf Pro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. When a storm hits and power goes out, Consumers Energy crews are working to restore power day and night. So when you see our crews or the amber lights on our Consumers Energy trucks, remember to slow down and go around. This gives our coworkers space to restore your power as quickly and safely as possible. Thank you for looking out for our crews while you're on the road. Consumers Energy, count on us. Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing, and embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey, and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo t-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up, and you show it off. Call 278-8101. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing, and embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium, Sean Watson and Mike Murphy, Mike's side, awaiting the start of the senior night recognition. Already they've got a couple balloons with a four and a zero to uh, recognize the lone senior on the Cardinal girls basketball team, Caitlin Garcia. Took a little while for the girls to get those numbers in the correct order. <laughs> Crowd got a little kick out of it. But, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to have Caitlin and then the boys as well. I was kind of thinking, and, and with Quinn sitting here by us, and, uh, you know, this isn't something that happened when, when we were playing back in the day. But uh, I'm not sure when this uh, tradition kind of got started, but it, it's certainly uh, a welcome one. Whether it's high school, college, uh, it's fun to watch the college ones too. But, uh, yep, we're going to be at it in just a few minutes. <laughs> Cardinals with just a convincing 40-21 to 21 win over Lumen Christie here at the Varsity Girls to finish 21-1. and one. Just, uh, just talking with the guys here, Sean, just hard to believe that this team would go 21-1. and one. Our girls' team basketball team, number 40, Caitlin Garcia. 
Carmen, Rogerio, and Tanya Garcia, and has been a four-year member of the basketball program, as well as a member of the track and field and soccer teams. She served as a captain of her soccer team and was bestowed the most improved player on last year's JV basketball team. She is a member of the CHS Interact Club, as well as the Baking Club. Caitlin plans on traveling this summer and pursuing a career as a correctional officer. Ladies and gentlemen, Caitlin Garcia. The girls basketball team surrounds Caitlin Garcia and give her one more hug before they head into the locker room. Mike Murphy strapping on the headset once again following the senior night ceremony. Short, sweet, and to the point. The yes. keyword here is sweet, too. <laughs> it was. Uh, just just some fine young people there we got to honor tonight, no doubt. And uh, it, like we say, it's just been a, a really uh, cool tradition now that's uh, <laughs> going through the high schools and uh, just it makes a very enjoyable last home game. Of course, the boys do have one more regular season home game next Thursday, hosting the Portage Central Mustangs. 
the next Tuesday, uh, the Cardinals have a tough non-conference matchup up at Otsego, the leaders of the Wolverine Conference. Yeah, you know, Otsego's really had some good tradition in basketball here for quite a while now. So, yeah, that's that's going to be a good uh, good test for them up there next Tuesday. In fact, uh, Otsego is 14-4 and four overall, 10-1 and one in the Wolverine Conference, heading into their game at Paw Paw tonight. Uh, scheduled for tonight. Of course, we don't know about the status of some of these other games in the surrounding areas. We know that uh, Quincy's Hall of Fame night was uh, postponed until next Thursday, the game against Concord, and uh, we don't know the status of their uh, Cascades crossover uh, contest. A lot of the uh, Cascade crossover girls basketball games yesterday had to be uh, all basically flat-out canceled. Uh, there's not much room to make them up with the district starting next week. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're getting down. Uh, of course, a couple of the middle school games for the girls were canceled this week and won't be made up. So their uh, season will end next week. So, yeah, the old athletic director's uh, nightmare this last week. And it's been a pretty smooth season aside from these past few days uh, and the ice storm knocking power. Uh, still lots of uh, people still waiting to get their power restored and waiting patiently, I might add. <laughs> and, uh, you know, our first snow days were just uh, shortly, you know, not long ago. And then, of course, a couple more this week. So, yeah, it has been a pretty mild winter up till this just of recent time. The Werner between games report waiting for Coach Ken Smoker to come out and talk about Coldwater's 40-21 to win over Lumen Christie. Uh, while we have a chance, let's go over the scoring summary. First for the victorious Cardinals who close out the regular season at 21-1 and 13-1 and in the Interstate 8, assuring themselves a share of the Interstate 8 championship at least, pending the outcome of Northwest's game against Penfield, which I haven't seen anything come from that yet. But uh, anyway, Maya Porter led all scorers with 11 points, but there was a pretty nice balance when you consider Riley Van Aken and Ellie Anderson each had six. Ellie Foley, Jayla Sloan, and Foley Burkhardt each had five, and Danica Cox had four. That's Coldwater's 40 points. For Lumen Christie, their season ends at 7-15 overall, 3-11 in the Interstate 8. Um, Paige LaFear wound up leading all scorers with six points. Four for Kaya Hunt, three for Allison O'Dowd, two each for Kathleen Doan and Olivia Burner. That was uh, their 21 points by the quarter, 7-6 in the first, 9-1 in the second, 17-2 in the third, all favoring the Lady Cardinals. 12-7 in the fourth for Lumen Christie. Ken Smoker now joining us on our post-game show. Uh, uh, third quarter is probably uh, one of the best quarters uh, Murph and I have personally seen the Cardinals play in uh, a few weeks. Yeah, there was a little bit of a difference between the first half and the second half. For the second half, third quarter especially, looked like we played Tuesday night at Harper for the whole 32 minutes. Uh, I thought in the first half, for whatever reason, you can always hear Riley Van Aken nonstop talking on the court, but you weren't hearing very, very many others. And I thought, uh, I told them that Lumen playing here tonight, they had nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I just thought they out-hustled us throughout the first half. But 
you know, I, I told them before the game, I'm not going to tell you a lot about basketball because you guys know what you're supposed to do to be at your best. And they decided to do that coming out of the half. Looks like a wet can smoker here too, huh? Yeah, I got my ear, I got my hearing aids protected, so those were good. But they're pretty excited. I told them, you know, going in, uh, in the last 30 years, there's been one girls basketball league championship. That's a long time. And uh, for these girls to get a chance to do it, uh, especially having three freshmen and two sophomores playing a lot of minutes, uh, Caitlin said, I never thought in my life that I'd have my picture up out in the lobby in basketball. So great for her, too. The only thing that would have been better is if that last shot of hers would have went in. Yeah, I really absolutely. thought it was going in. I saw you had set that up for her out of that out-of-bounds play underneath. And you, she should got a good look. Her, you should have saw her eyes when I called <laughs> Okay, and, and like we've been talking here, Coach, did you have any idea that this would be a 21-1 team? No, uh, I'm going to be honest. Uh, last year, I was really surprised that we were 12 and 10. And uh, all all four of those freshmen joined us this summer. We went down and played in uh, Auburn, Indiana. And then we went down and played at uh, St. Francis. And we got our butts kicked at St. Francis. But there were some really good basketball teams. We went to Hope and went undefeated and went into the tournament and lost two close games to Lowell and DeWitt, who are really good this year. So I knew we'd be more competitive. I had no idea it'd be like this. And you know that first game that Ported Central, that was a tough one to watch, you know, 26-24. But you know what? Uh, winning just gives kids more confidence. And I just thought every, everybody contributed. You know, there were different roles for everybody. But usually on any given night, and I'm not even sure what the scores were tonight, there's like 11, 10, 8, 8, 7. There were some nights where Ellie scored big or Ellie Anderson had a couple of big nights quarter, but it's really tough to defend this group because everybody has ability. Well, he had uh, Maya with 11, two girls with six, and three girls with five. Yeah, that's pretty balanced. Absolutely, yeah. Now, uh, we just got a third-quarter score. Northwest is leading at Penfield 48-26, to 26, so it looks like it will be the shared championship between the uh, Cardinals and the Mounties. Uh, couldn't have drawn it up any better, especially given the uh, two games that the Cardinals and Mounties have played the regular season. Yeah, tomorrow at our all-conference meeting, I'm going to be talking to all the coaches. I think they ought to just give it to us because – we ended up outscoring them by two between the two games. But I don't know if Ryan will go for that. <laughs> well, there is the potential of a third matchup in the regionals. But first, you got to get through districts. And uh, first, you got to await uh, your matchup. Uh, it's either going to be Harper Creek or Battle Creek Central. The Beavers, uh, the Cardinals have already seen twice, and the Bearcats once. So uh, who gets to go up and watch that game up at Lakeview Monday? Um, I actually, need, nobody will be going up because we practice from 5 to 7, and they're the 5.30 game. Uh, you know, we're really familiar with Harper, and you can get huddle video from anybody. Uh, it's really tough to... Uh, you know, beat a team three times. We've had to do that in the past. It's Harper to come through. But I'll tell you what, when these girls put their minds to it, I told them their defensive end, it's going to be tough for anybody to score if they communicate and really work with intensity. And, and, and so I'm really confident that they're going to do well Wednesday. It would be an ideal situation, you know, for us to come back here and play regionals on our home floor. And like you said, it could be that third matchup with Northwest. Holt's a really other good team in that regional. So, we just, but we got to take, we can't look that far ahead. It's one game at a time, and we've talked about one possession at a time. And 
just hopefully things continue to go well for us. Speaking of one game at a time, Lakeview is the other side of the district bracket. You can't look ahead uh, toward a matchup with the team that knocked the Cardinals out last year. Uh, no, you know, they're going to have the winner of Sturgis and Gall Lake, and both teams have been struggling. Uh, Lakeview, you know, has the Rankin sisters, but one of them's out for the year, so that's a big blow to them. Mm. But we're going to be on their home court, and, you know, it's a whole different bird when you get into the uh, – postseason man it, it's a lot more difficult game and hopefully uh our young heroes are going to be able to handle it and, and just find some success while we're out there ken smoker head coach of the coldwater cardinal girls will see you up at lakey next wednesday all right thanks guys thanks, congratulations coach. thank you ken smoker joining us on our between games report as coldwater gets the 40 21 <laughs> win over lumen christie so uh murph while we have a chance uh, could we uh Go over some of those other secondary stats that you were able to keep. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> team turnovers. We had 19 on the Titans, 16 on the Cardinals, but really a very low total through the first three quarters when it really counted. Basically that fourth quarter. You don't want to call it garbage time, but that's effectively what it is with the reserves from both teams out on the floor. It gets a little, it gets a little uh, hairy out there at times, so yeah. But uh, it was Riley Van Aken with two steals on the night to go with her six points. Kara Miller was really active there tonight. Three rebounds, an assist, and a steal. Ellie Foley with her usual stat-filled evening. Seven rebounds, five assists, a block, and two charges taken. Jayla Sloan, six rebounds, and an assist. Ellie Anderson, a rebound, two assists, and a block. Coley Burkhart, seven rebounds, an assist, and four steals. Danica Cox, three rebounds. And Maya Porter, six rebounds, an assist, and three steals. And, of course, Caitlin Garcia, we didn't quite get her into the scoreboard, score scorebook, but uh, certainly... She got the start tonight and some good minutes. Also, Emma Porter uh, got in there as well. Got another couple of uh, uh, fast facts. Uh, the Cardinals were combined 0 of 3 from the free throw line tonight, and Lumen Christie finished 7 of 12. Wow, yeah. It's, that's really unusual for us not to make a free throw tonight and uh, only get there three times, too. You want to go with Caitlin Garcia, the lone senior on the uh, girls' squad as player of the game? Let's do it. Congratulations to Caitlin Garcia, McDonald's player of the game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. A familiar name claims a couple of state titles in the UP, and a first-time name qualifies for quarterfinal action at the Wings Event Center. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The girls' basketball brackets were released on Sunday as the MHSAA girls' basketball tournament is set to start on Monday, February 27th. 
In each district, the top two teams, according to NPR, were placed on opposite sides of the draw, and the remaining teams were placed according to a random draw. Next Sunday, the 26th, the boys' bracket will be released. It's done the same way, with the top two teams in each district going on opposite sides of the bracket. The boys' tournament will begin March 6th. A great majority of tournament games will be available on the NFHS Network. Just go to nfhsnetwork.com to search for your team. The finals for both the boys and girls will air live on Valley Sports Detroit. The girls' finals are Saturday, March 18th, with the boys one week later on March 25th. Semifinals and finals will all be played at the Breslin Center in East Lansing. The defending champs on the girls' side are West Bloomfield in Division I, Detroit Edison in Division II, Ypsilanti Arbor Prep in Division III, and Fowler in Division IV. And then on the boys' side, the defending champions are Warren De La Salle Collegiate in D1, Williamston in D2, Schoolcraft in Division III, and Wyoming Tri-Unity Christian in Division IV. For scores, updated brackets, game times, and more, please be sure to check out MHSAA.com. Game balls this week go to Cast Tech sophomore Darius Akoff. He poured in 27 in an overtime victory over Detroit King in the PSL Championship game. The win moves the technicians to 21-0 this year. On the ice, Flint Powers beat Midland 4-3 in overtime thanks to Jack Sewick's game-winning goal. The win gives Powers at least a share of the Saginaw Valley League title. And to the Plainwell wrestling team. They knocked off Allendale in the team regional finals, earning Plainwell its first ever trip to the wrestling team finals. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. The sun is out. The snow is in great condition. I'm zooming down the hill, making all my gates. I'm having a great run at the ski finals. But as I near the finish line, I lose a ski. Maybe I lose both skis, but my momentum is enough. Or I'm good enough on one ski to cross the finish line. Is that a legal finish? Ski rules state that the athlete's feet must cross the finish line. That can be done on both skis, one ski, or no skis. With electronic timing, the clock stops when any part of the skier crosses the line. With hand timing, the clock should be stopped when the skier's feet cross the line. If there's a question, the referee and the timekeeper are responsible for determining a legal finish. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you are interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. While most winter sports are either just starting the postseason or are about to start, there is one winter sport already in the record books. UP Swimming and Diving held its finals at Marquette over the weekend, and the host school won titles on both the boys' and girls' side. The girls brought home their fourth title in five years and 27th overall. They finished first in seven of the 13 events, including all three relays. Grace Sobchak was a part of four of those wins. She was fastest in the 200-yard individual medley, the 500 freestyle, and was on the 200 medley and 400 freestyle relay teams. Gladstone was second, Kingsford third. 
On the boys' side, similar story. Marquette finished first in seven of the 13 events on all three relays. It's their fourth straight title and 30th overall. Senior Andrew King was fastest in the 100-yard backstroke and was on the 200 medley and 400 freestyle relay teams. Liam McFerrin was first in the 200 individual medley and on two relay teams as well. For complete coverage from the pool and Marquette, be sure to go to MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week.